Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Radio. Welcome to this week's episode of Cruise Radio. My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. If this is your first time tuning in, well, welcome. You can hear our back episodes at cruiseradio.net. Just click on podcast or check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio app, or the TuneIn Radio app. Just search Cruise Radio. Every week, we kick the show off with Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, found at cruiseguy.com. You may have seen him on Good Morning America, NBC, the Travel Channel, Fox, the list goes on. Welcome, Stuart. Hey, Doug. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, you ready for 2014? Ready to rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get right to it. Uh, Carnival dropping their winter cruises from New York City. Uh, what's this change all about? The, the good news is that um, Port Miami is going to get uh, another Carnival ship. Uh, and uh, essentially that won't be till November of 14 when Carnival Splendor repositions from New York uh, down to uh, Miami where she'll do uh, Caribbean sailings. There's essentially, I guess, two two ways to look at this. One, New York wasn't selling very well, and uh, they wanted to get the uh, you know they just would you know get higher yields out from the ship down in the Caribbean. Or secondly, they're trying to maybe you know further their dominance in the market because as you know, uh, NCL is coming in with Norwegian their brand new Norwegian getaway in February. I was going to say, how many ships are going to be in Miami then? Because you have Norwegian Getaway coming down, and then you have uh, Carnival Splendor coming down later on in 2014. That seems like there's going to be like two dozen ships down there year-round. Well, it, it does seem that way, because, you know, add in uh, MSC's Divina, mm-hmm. uh, which is another recent new ship, and you've got your region and Oceana ships, which are, are seasonal. Uh, Royal is is here with right now with just uh, one ship. You know, the others are up in, in Port Everglades. I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of changes, you know, that are going to be forthcoming. We know Anthem is going to be Anthem of the Seas will come down in uh, 2015 mm-hmm. to uh, Fort Lauderdale after uh, you know its European run, but uh, more than likely Oasis and Allure will be split up at that point. Moving on, Holland America offering free drinks on Europe cruises next summer and fall. Is this free drink deal really that cut and dry? It's interesting. They they essentially rolled out their, I guess, a test. I guess it was back in October, where they began offering the packages similar to what, you know, Celebrity and Royal Caribbean and Carnival have been offering, where they're uh, they have fifteen, uh, let's say, beverages of any kind a day. Uh, you know, at forty five dollars per day, uh, you know, per person. Uh, with a recent promotion, they're above and beyond. Uh, they are following along the lines of what Celebrity with their one two three promotion is offering, where they're offering their signature beverage package uh, on on Holland America, which is going to be um, you know good on 2014 sailings June through December, and uh, it's it's only going to be good on uh, Ocean View staterooms or higher, mm. and it's only going to be good on their European sailings. And if you don't drink, then depending on your cabin type. They may give you a shipboard credit up to $400 per stateroom. Looking ahead into 2014, uh, what new ship launches are we going to see? Well, we're going to see, in the U.S. market, we'll see three. The first one will be NCL's uh, Norwegian Getaway, 
which uh, they'll take delivery of uh, January 10th. And then, you know, she'll make her way uh, over to Europe, uh, to, to New York from Europe, and then down to Miami, and she'll begin her um, seven-day Caribbean sailings uh, out of Miami beginning in February. Then uh, we've got the uh, Regal Princess, which is uh, the second of the, uh, you know, second of the, uh, uh, you know, ships. We had um, Royal Princess last year. Regal Princess will be this year. Uh, she'll be uh, about 142,000 tons, very similar to Royal, with uh, a few minor modifications that mm-hmm. uh, they've that they've made. Uh, that you know, the promenade will go all the way around, and they're going to install that aft pool, which a lot of people felt uh, w- strongly that was needed. And then uh, the big ship debut for 2014, without a doubt, is Royal Caribbean's Quantum of the Seas, which uh, you know comes out in the fall, and then uh, you know will be based in New York. Um, she is by far the most expensive ship uh, coming out. She'll be she'll cost over a billion dollars uh, to build. Uh, she'll be the lar- second largest ship in the world at 168,000 tons, sailing out of Bayonne, which is uh, you know in the New York market. Well, and moving into 2014, how is the cruise industry looking as a whole? Well, they're they're certainly in price recovery mode. You know, still still dealing with uh, you know the the regular issues. I think it's I think 2014. You know, based on what we know right now is going to be a terrific year. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the last two years, everyone rolling into the, you know, that, the, the following calendar year would say the same thing. But, uh, you know, when these different incidents occurred, there was no way for us to be able to, you know, factor those, those, those incidents into the forecast. But based on what we know, 2014 should be very good. It should be great uh, for consumers. A lot of new or uh, increased, um, you know, uh, traffic into certain destinations. I think Asia is going to continue to uh, grow in, in popularity for U.S.-based passengers, but uh, and, and also be able to to meet higher and or or changing demands. Thinking in a, in a bad economy too, people are they might they may be cutting back, uh, going out to eat one or two times a week or going to the movies or whatever. But I think people are still going to vacation. Well, there's, there's no doubt. That's one of the yeah. last look. They, they'd rather chop off a finger mm-hmm. than, than lose out on their vacation. Very good. Well, Stuart, uh, I guess we're going to be saying goodbye to 2013 and moving into 2014 here in a couple days. So uh, it's been a uh, it's been great, man, working together in 2013 and uh, looking forward to 14. It's going to be great, Doug, and uh, always look forward to it. Happy New Year, man. You too. Happy, 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 happy New Year. Cruise Radio News now trending at cruiseradio.net. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. 
it's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being, and they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now, TripInsurance.com. We always love hearing your cruise reviews. In fact, if you have one, feel free to email comments at cruiseradio.net and we'll get you on the air uh, to share your cruise vacation. Listener Scott Lara just returned from a seven-night Eastern Caribbean sailing aboard Carnival Dream down in Port Canaveral. So first off, Scott, welcome to Cruise Radio. Hey, glad to be on the show, Doug. Thanks. Yeah, man. Welcome home. And uh, first off, let's talk about your sailing. What made you pick Carnival Dream? My wife, Marty, and I have sailed in the Caribbean many times. And we've never been to St. Martin. So we went ahead and chose the Carnival Dream uh, with a great itinerary, which included Nassau, St. Thomas, and St. Martin. And the Carnival Dream, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, runs Saturday to Saturday from Cape Canaveral. And uh, did you actually catch the ship on a Saturday, or did you do like a, a park and cruise type thing? You know, we actually did a great um, you know, park, sleep, and cruise at the uh, Radisson Resort at the Port in Port Canaveral. I don't know about you. Uh, you're single, I'm married. The first thing right. that my wife looks at when we go to a hotel, is it clean? And the minute we walked in the lobby, it was spotless. The room was incredible. I mean, flat screen TV, had little amenities there, you know, shampoo and so forth. And Doug, I'll tell you, the swimming pool there, I mean, it is incredible with the, the waterfall. It's a huge swimming pool, a tiki hut. Uh, they got a tennis court there, a nice gym. And I've got to say, the best thing about the hotel, Doug, was the full breakfast. Very cool. It sounds like you had a pretty nice hotel stay down there. So let's talk about uh, getting to the Carnival Dream. Did the uh, hotel provide transportation, and how was embarkation? They do provide transportation, Doug. They have 16 shuttles to travel back and forth from the Radisson and several you know, parking places right there by the Radisson to and from the cruise port. And it worked like clockwork. And you just went to the front desk. You said what time you wanted to go upon check-in. Boom, you bring your luggage down. And then, you know, you're off to the races. So 15 to 20 minutes later, you get on the ship. And what were your first impressions of Carnival uh, Dream? Oh, man, when you walk into the atrium, it is just awesome. It's like, you know, 11 stories up, mm -hmm. the lights. And it's a different flavor because you and I have both been on the Carnival Fascination, and that's old school Carnival, you know, bright, right. you know, blitzing, all that stuff. This is different than that, and it's just incredible. And you look up there in the atrium, there's like a little stairway there, and that's where the piano is, and the guy plays piano, and there's a girl singing, you got a bar right there, and that's actually where the fun force, those guys that are the break dancers, mm -hmm. they performed in that atrium area the last night of the cruise, which was totally off the chain. 
Very cool. And uh, so you made it to your stateroom. So first off, what kind of stateroom did you have and what were your thoughts of it? Oh, Doug, I tell you, most of the time when my wife and I travel, we get inside cabins just mm-hmm. to save on the money. Sure. got to spend the money somewhere else. Well, we had cabin 9215. It's up on the Vista deck, uh-huh. deck nine, very forward on the starboard or right side of the ship. And we had a balcony. Nice. And when, when Marty and I walked in there, I mean, it was beautiful. Had a nice sofa that could be converted into a bed. Uh, the, the counter space was off the chain, which made it very easy for Marty's cosmetics and other stuff. And then uh, the balcony was very, very nice. And, and have, I asked Marty, actually, I said, can you ever go back to an inside cabin again? And she said no, because it's great when you're pulling in and out of port. And uh, we were actually in St. Martin, right next to the Oasis of the Seas. And so here's uh, some folks right there on their balcony, and we're waving goodbye to them as we left port. I've got to say, once you get that balcony cabin, you never want to go back to an inside cabin, because not only like, you know, pulling in and out of port and seeing all the ships you're docked next to, but just like waking up and having breakfast on the balcony or just having your own private sail-away party, there's nothing that can beat that. The one concern that we did have, though, as you know, Marty's a lung cancer survivor, right? and she was concerned about people to the left or to the right or even below or above smoking, which would kind of ruin your balcony experience. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of controversy about that. I mean, the guys in the other cabins, yeah, they paid for their cabins, you know, just like we did, and you know, they want to go out and smoke. But uh, we were very fortunate. There were, were not people smoking around us, which made it very enjoyable. Well, that's good to hear. So you finally make it to the food area. So first off, what were your uh, impressions of the food on Carnival Dream? And uh, if you did any specialty restaurants, tell us about that. Well, the food on board was really good. Um, you know, you and I compare things, you know, if Holland America or NCL or Celebrity. And I guess, you know, I was trying to compare it to the Carnival Fascination, which we've sailed on many, many times. And the food was very good. They had escargot. They had a Chateaubriand. So the food was good. Talking about specialty restaurants, I've heard a lot about the Chef's Art Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Now, it's $35 per person, which is a little bit higher than what Marty and I pay on Holland America Line for the Pinnacle Grill. But we did go ahead and try it out. And the, we went actually on the first night. And that's kind of a super secret tip that I, I want to give the listeners is that if you are going to do a specialty steakhouse, do it on the first night because most people have traveled long distances and they're tired. They want to kind of settle in. If you go to the, the steakhouse or the specialty restaurant on the first night, the service is going to be quick. The food's going to be great. And it kind of just sets the mood for the rest of the cruise. The food was incredible. The service was great. And the ambiance was just off the chain. So uh, you went to the steakhouse on the first night then? Yes, we did. Yeah, Chef's Art Steakhouse. And it's, you know, I actually asked John Hild, the senior cruise director and the brand ambassador for Carnival, I asked him on his blog, hey, is it worth the 35 bucks? And he said that it, you know, rivals, you know, major steakhouses, you know, Ruth's Chris or Morton's. And it definitely does. It, it's just, it's an experience you really want to uh, take advantage of. Very cool. So let's talk about the outside areas of the ship, especially during the sea days, like on Lido Deck and above, uh, Serenity and such. Well, you know, Doug, the Carnival Dream has over 3,600 passengers on board. And, you know, it's a big ship, uh, definitely bigger. I mean, you got the Carnival Fascination at, what, 70,000 tons, and you have the Carnival Dream at, like, 130,000. So it's a big ship. And there are certain times of the day that it does feel a little bit crowded, especially after the lifeboat or the muster drill. You know, it's a little bit crowded there at the elevators, everyone trying to get up. But i got to tell you this, Doug. People found out really fast 
how to negotiate these elevators. What they would do is they'd walk one flight up, uh-huh. and then they would ride the elevator down to the bottom, and then as the elevator's coming back up, they're already on it. So That's clever. Uh, it, well, it was clever, but it's also kind of disappointing because right. you know, they were doing that, and then you're sitting there, whatever, deck three, and you hit the button. Hey, didn't I just see you a minute ago? Yeah, we went up a deck and just wrote it down. So that's how – it did not take long for them to figure that out, man. It was like by the first day people had that down. But for the most part, for the most part, uh, you know, you really didn't feel it. Um, now, like in the, the Lido deck, that's something when you go on board the Dream, you really got to kind of walk around there. When you're at the pool area with that big screen TV, you walk in, you got the ice cream machines, and you have a couple stations there. Well, if you walk just a little bit back to the ship or walking aft, uh, there are other areas that are pretty much the same as that first one. So if you just walk a little bit, those lines are going to be a lot less crowded. I will say about the Mongolian Walk, I mean, that was probably one of the most popular places on the Carnival Dream, and those lines were long. The other thing I want to talk about was the pasta bar, and it's kind of like a, a hidden gem. I mean, you're walking aft, and there's a sign on the wall, and if you, you just walk by it, you wouldn't notice it. You walk up a flight of steps, or you could take the elevator, and Doug, this pasta bar, you, you get like a little um, prescription pad, and you just check which items you want, what uh-huh. kind of spaghetti or whatever you want, or if you want the uh, lasagna. And then they come to your table, they get your order, then, I mean, within five, seven minutes, they bring your order right to your table. And Marty and I really enjoyed the pasta bar. Very cool. And Carnival Dream has like a mini fun ship 2.0 makeover. So it has like a, the Red Frog rum bar. Is that correct? Are there any other specialty venues that were added on there for fun ship 2.0? Oh, yeah. You know these two venues, the Red Frog and the Blue Iguana. Yeah. I mean, uh, you got one on the port side, one on the starboard side, one smoking, one's non-smoking uh, because of the size of the ship. And so, yeah, they were great places to kind of hang out and have a specialty drink. And, Doug, I've got to tell you, you know, we're here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Thursday night, uh, we're walking on the deck, and we look up at the, the Jumbotron on the deck, and there are our Jacksonville Jaguars playing. We're out at sea. Yeah. And how cool was that to be able to sit? And, and they won. Yeah, That's we did win. More <laughs> and they won. Yeah. So, I mean, that was neat. And, you know, they played all these old TV shows like uh, I Love Lucy and Happy Days and MASH. So that big screen TV, at first I didn't think it was going to be all that in a bag of chips, but definitely it is. And we did go with some friends of ours with their grandkids. The Carnival Waterworks is incredible. I mean, you got this, you got a couple of these slides, and it's really incredible. And then just forward, because on the Carnival Fascination, the Serenity adults-only area is in the back of the ship. Mm-hmm. On the Carnival Dream, it's actually forward. Right. So just forward of the Waterworks, is a two-story serenity area. And what's so nice about it is that you're not hearing that overhead music like you do on the Lido deck or even on the right. back aft, you know, the back aft pool. It is totally uh, music-free. They've got hammocks up there. They've got hot tubs up there. They've got a bar up there, and they have, like, a towel station. So you know, if, if you are an adult and you want to get away from the kids, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, the Serenity area is a 20. I think it's just very well planned out. Let's talk about the entertainment on board. How was that? <laughs> you know, even Marty was talking about the entertainment. It really was good. You know, they got these Broadway production shows that have recently come on board the Carnival ships, and, you know, it was great. The one thing is these fun forest guys, and you've seen them. Uh, they're like break dancers. They spin on their heads. They do all these incredible things that you and I can't do. Right. And, uh, 
they were just, uh, you know, they were in one of the shows. And then, of course, as I said, they were in the atrium the last night. So please do not miss those Fun Force guys. They're so cool. They'll talk to you. They'll take pictures with you. And the entertainment was just uh, was really great. One of those Fun Force guys uh, was a dancer for Michael Jackson. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I did not yeah, know what, that. I don't know if he's still on the ship or not, but a couple of years ago when I was on the ship, uh, he was a dancer, and he showed us all kind of cool pictures on his phone. So I was like, oh, wow, you really were a dancer for him. Um, how about any of the uh, playlist production shows? What would you think? I thought they were all great. There was one like uh, like schoolhouse, you know, p- you know girls in the schoolhouse uh, outfits and all that, and the, there was a cowboy one. So definitely go to the shows, and you'll have a blast. Yeah, those playlist production shows are pretty cool. It's carnivals, uh, revamped Broadway shows. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, how about the ports uh, for your Eastern Caribbean itinerary? Which ports did you hit? Well, we hit Nassau, and Nassau's Nassau. Just sure. got off the ship, walked around. Uh, the next port was uh, St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. After St. Thomas, we hit St. Martin. Now, I haven't been to St. Martin in probably 20 years. I was there when I was in the Navy. But St. Martin, I'll tell you, the cruise port, you get off the ship, and it is so nice. It's so clean. There's little stores there where you can buy, you know, sundry stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, we took a tour, and it was about a four-and-a-half-hour tour around the island, went to the French side, the Dutch side. I had a couple stops, and then we stopped at a beach. But I will tell you about this. I think it's called Keiko Beach. Marty and I walk out to the beach. And there's all these deck, uh, these deck chairs, all these chairs on the beach and little uh, tables. Wow, this is great. So our towels down. It wasn't 15 seconds until some guy walked up. It'll be $20. So <laughs> I, 20 bucks. And so I said, well, thank you. Hey, nice to see you. So, of course, then Marty says, hey, I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. It's like, okay. And there's a very nice five-star restaurant right there on the beach. Now, I will advise your listeners Please take cash with you because I had my debit card and Marty had like a $30 chicken salad with a, a couple Diet Cokes. And I gave him my debit card and the guy came back and said, Sir, I can't put the tip on, you know, with your debit card. You know, I need cash. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, you know, you know how it is out there. You don't want to carry a lot of cash, jewelry, sure. all that stuff. I said, Hey, I'm sorry I don't have any cash. And this guy, you know, French, and he says, oh, Yep, that typical Americans, you guys don't care. Yeah, we've heard this before. And he kind of stormed off, which you know was kind of kind of rude, but you know it's all good. Yeah, I've experienced uh, not being allowed to put the tip on the credit card in some foreign countries too. It actually kind of sucks. Um, so you get back to Port Canaveral. Uh, so let's just talk about disembarkation and your final thoughts of Carnival Dream. If you're looking for a family-friendly cruise, Carnival Dream is really the ticket for you because it's a big ship. There's lots of things to do for lots of different people. You know, if you have the adults, you're in the Serenity area. If you're the kids, you can ride the, the water slides. They got the kids' clubs, you know, for the little kids. I got to say that one of my favorite parts of the Carnival Dream was the Punchliner Comedy Club presented by George Lopez. Mm-hmm. They had some great, funny guys, and they have the family time, and then they have the adult time. And so when you go to the family, it's, it's really funny. These are hand-picked guys by George Lopez. And it was really, man, just had you laughing the rest of the night. And uh, before we hop here, Scott, any first-time tips for the listeners? First-time tips. Oh, gosh. If you're a soda drinker, you know, just go ahead and grab some Diet Coke, uh, Coke, Dr. Pepper, whatever. Put them in copy paper boxes. Tape them up. Put your uh, baggage tag on it. Now, they will probably open it on board the ship before they deliver to your room because they want to make sure it's not alcohol. But if you want to save some money, that's great. 
as I mentioned before about the bottled water, if you like Dunsani, Zephyr Hills, you know, or even those uh, you know monster drinks or whatever, pack those things ahead of time, and you'll save some money. Very cool. Listener Scott Laura, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us this evening on Cruise Radio. Thanks a lot, Doug. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of Cruise Radio. Don't forget, we have a Cruise Radio Live app found both in the iTunes and Android market, so download that. And uh, if you like the show, feel free to go to cruiseradio.net slash iTunes and give us a review. From the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.